Yes. Well, you know, we have to start the podcast right. Welcome to Beer Plus Three, where we attempt to solve the world's problems one beer at a time. With me today is the man I've come to call the Mandingo. He's a big deal in Japan and a tiger on the internet. It's Rick Anderson. Yes, indeed, I am a big deal in Japan. Shut up. Also (laughs) here is our friend. She's not Supergirl. She's Wonder Woe Man. It's Brie Longwell. Whoa! <laughs> and, as always, I am here to spiritually guide you to the next level of alcoholism. And we are Beer Plus Three. What is the next level? What's beyond a podcast devoted to beer? What is, what's next? Bathing uh, in it? <laughs> doing it naked. I don't know. Do, do, doing this in Portland. I don't know. <laughs> that that, might, that might work. <laughs> so I have a question for you guys. Uh, and I don't mean to start the podcast off with like a, on such a serious, like, personal Well, then fuck you. Note. How's the beer? <laughs> Beer's good. Beer's fucking amazing. It is Quasar from Eclip... Fuck! <laughs> I just said it correctly, like, not 25 minutes you ago. You did, multiple times. Ecliptic. Yeah, brewing. Yes. Quasar Pale Ale. It's yeah. dry hopped with Simcoe and Mosaic hops, and you can you can taste them. Yeah, it's it's fucking fantastic. It's very good. I'm not going to read their blurb, but <laughs> it's a good beer. I'm looking for some it is, sort of ah. Here we go. It's 65 IBUs. So for the, those of you who can't stand the 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 hoppy mm-hmm. bitterness, probably not the best for you. Right. Uh, but certainly not the worst. Uh, and about 60%, 60% by volume. That's why I'm talking this way. Uh, 6% alcohol by volume. Yeah. I would definitely give this, this is, this pale ale, uh, three and a half. I'd give it a four. I, I really like this a lot. And I was going to say there's no, this is unsurprising. I've gotten to the point now where Eclipse just kind of by default. This doesn't taste I, like a pale to me. It's got more robust yeah. flavor because pales usually bore the shit out of me. Because I'm like, hmm. It's just water with color, but this one's actually pretty flavorful. I would say 3.8. Okay, you've convinced me four. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now I'm going to go five. Whoa. (laughs) Do I hear six? Do I hear six? Here, six, six. I don't see a paddle. Don't you have one of those little paddles? Yeah, there we go. Is that what they do now? You think? Like, remember the old days when you'd watch movies at like fancy auctions? They'd have paddles that they'd hold up. Is now the cell phone? They're like, just here's your program, and you hold up a cell phone. Probably. How much you want to bet? There's probably an app you have to download now. Well, everyone has what? Isn't it the iPhone seven? iPhone seventeen, and it's like as big as someone's head. So they're like, pull it off of their person. (laughs) They're pulling out something to them, and they just hold it up like the size of a surfboard. (laughs) They're just like, no, it's like the size of uh, the Olympics. You know where they hold up the number? That's the size of the cell phone now. (laughs) Wow. I don't know about that. Anyway, serious note. But I, I do know this is a really good beer. This and is I, a fan I'm fan completely beer, unsurprised. Maybe. I've gotten to the point where I, I pretty much expect that. Um, so what's the difference between India pale ale and a pale ale? Hops? Yeah. Because I, I don't taste it. I mean, honestly, it, it tastes pretty much the same to me. Generally, I don't, these are lower, uh, um, what is it, IBU? Really? It's a lower IBU, which is that kind of that bitter units. Right. And generally, these are lower. Okay. 
So a so, pale ale is less bitter than an India pale ale. Basically, that's from what uh, my that's experience. Yes, what, I'm not the beer expert. We need Brandon for that. <laughs> oh, we, yeah, well, we don't have an extra twenty. We don't have a Brandonian here <laughs> to give that. us uh, the the fun time game. Of but knowledge. I, I really like one of my favorite qualities of beer is the bitterness. So that's probably maybe it's because I don't really. Yeah. I mean, I like it. I, don't, I think it really depends yeah. on the flavor. I mean. It, it, uh, I've had pale ales that were really like you were saying, very um, not bitter at all, and they really don't have like a robust flavor. But yeah. um, they still have kind of the texture and the and and a flavor of their own. And one of the greatest examples, which I have two from uh, that brewery here, mm-hmm. uh, Melvin does a great uh, pale ale. they right. uh, they're they're Hubert. <laughs> That was beautiful. That was beautiful. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Would my. you shotgun that? I think uh, Bree just just did something. It's in my eye. T- uh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> ecliptic? <laughs> you just made our podcast X-rated. <laughs> Never thought there'd be a money shot on our podcast. Ecliptic, seriously. I've next done it time. to myself. Seriously, next time, Somebody ecliptic. shook the beer up, Jeffrey. Ecliptic, next time. I didn't know Next time, give us a warning, yeah, Ecliptic, yeah, before yeah. you do that. Just just say something, you know? <laughs> just give us a heads up. Me, give me a warning, so that way I can <coughs> clear my throat. Oh, my God. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but what, I, what I'm saying is is that the, the Melvin Pale Ale Hubert, yeah. it does, his IBUs are way lower than this, but it still has some of the same notes as this. Like the Simcoe, okay. the, that, it still has that hoppy flavor, but not quite the bitterness. Okay. So I think it's something that... Uh, people can enjoy that don't necessarily enjoy hoppy beers can enjoy a pale ale and still get that hop experience. Okay. That's how I would describe the difference. I'll have to keep that in mind in the future because yeah. I, I literally noticed no difference. I've noticed that over the <clears throat> over all the episodes where we had the... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, just, just comparing... I've noticed that, you know, when something oh, yeah. identifies itself as a pale ale, I don't honestly don't taste the difference between an Rick India pale ale and IPA. Oh, somebody else is guilty of a Rick pour. Before the podcast started, I poured the beer directly into the glass and caused a head of epic proportions to come into existence. Yeah, he caused so. a head. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, Ecliptic, you're turning this naughty. <laughs> so... Um, but yes, now I'm not the only one guilty at the table. So there we go. <laughs> I am. So- I'm sorry. I'm trying to save the day. I just got a text message from Brian saying, yeah. "Oh fuck, won't be at game till seven. We have to make dinner and have it ready by six six fifteen. So I can't get home to go get the food that we had prepped that I had gotten up at five o'clock in the morning, my love. To prep. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He's he's it's work. So I I, I totally give him a free yeah, pass. Yeah, that happens. But um, so he's now a big wig. Welcome to marriage. A he's a wig big pizza. <laughs> Welcome to marriage. <laughs> I just go home and make dinner. Man. You shouldn't have done it. It's a trap. <laughs> no, that was for you, sir. <laughs> okay. But hey, um, but anyway, speaking of pizza, since Bree mentioned it, yeah, go ahead. Um, I'm going to bring up. I'm going to ask you guys a very personal question: pineapple or no? Pineapple. <laughs> pineapple, bitch. <laughs> Where did this Fuck have that you guys guy. Been, have you, you saw that, the Gordon Ramsay yeah, thing where Gordon he... Ramsay I didn't watch it because I don't like him. Oh, okay. Well, basically, it was his usual he stick. He basically... exudes douchedom on a level that no Englishman, <laughs> I don't think, has ever really 
just it just pours from every what? orifice and pour on his body. Right, you can feel the aura through the television or the internet. Yeah, how incredibly arrogant and <laughs> motherfucking douchey this cunt is. He's so douchey and arrogant that he is by default. He has American citizenship just by default. It's the way. Oh he you, is. yeah, you you can you he, can bring you can. You, you, he fi- that's I his- was going to say something clever, but fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> but I was sorry. Today, I couldn't think of anything. Today I saw that. I, did, but- I saw that today, and I thought well, that's really stupid. First of all, um, okay. Well, every first of all, you're going to have to go blow by blow because I don't. I'm sure Gordon Ramsay was like, oh, he was ordering fruit pizza. on pizza. What the fuck? He was hosting a. Uh, he was he was a uh, guest hosting a talk show in England, and yeah. the video is basically him. I think it was before the show starts. He was ordering pizza. He thought he goes, "Hey, I'm going to go order pizza for everybody in the audience, and we're going to have it delivered during the show." Yum. And so he's ordering pizza, and he's asking for, you know, pepperoni and and uh, I can't remember what the other one is. But he fucking pizza. At some point, somebody in the audience shouts out, "Pineapple!" And he he like covers up the phone. And she says, "You don't put fucking pineapple on a pizza." <laughs> and he goes back to the phone. <laughs> and then, he, then he then he covers up the phone again midway through, and he goes, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> right? And he puts. I'm just like. What and where did this come from? I've noticed this coming up a lot lately on the internet. These arguments it's, about the, pineapple. The pineapple situation is very decisive. Yeah, I, for humanity, apparently. I guess it's an um, important topic. Yeah, you, you, sorry, you, you go to a place like Mexico and yeah. fruits all over the fucking pizza. Well, yeah, I. You here's know? The, I mean, it really depends. I suppose on where you're at. Pineapple is one of those things that really changes its its quality when you cook it. It's like tomato. You know, tomato tastes mm-hmm. completely different, different texture, different taste, and then when you cook it, it's completely different. And pineapple's the same thing. And so I wonder if a lot of people are just like thinking raw pineapple on top of that would be gross. No, that doesn't. Everyone's had fucking pizza. <laughs> I don't know. What everyone's had thinking. fucking pizza. You go thinking. to the poorest village in Africa, they'll be like, "Yeah, we have pizza Thursdays." Yeah. Everyone fucking has pizza. Yeah. Everyone puts their own shit on pizza. Granted, yeah. that's what it, it's a big giant piece of bread that you put some sauce on and throw shit on top. Yeah, of it. it's not. There's and not bake some. Bake the shit out of. There's it. not it's, some rules. Yeah, there's no rules to fucking pizza. Yeah. Pizza's what you want it to be. But I got I got kind of interested. It's goddamn in, American motherfucker. <laughs> I got interested Whoa. in this, and I started yeah. looking around online, and I found out that um, I'm finding all these weird s- stories, like Iceland's president. It was, was talking about actually banning pizza or pineapple on pizza. Why? And, and I was just like, Iceland, you're smarter why? than this. Yeah, I know. And then there was a uh, customer. Uh, I meant somebody to say you're smarter than us. So just so everyone knows, I'm about to order a pineapple and bacon pizza. Okay, good. <laughs> Nicely done. See, I like pineapple. Exercise and pizza. your freedom. That's right. <laughs> but there was a uh, customer who bought a pizza in. Where was it? Uh, sorry, I wasn't real prepared for this one. I'll take the, the Canadian uh, bacon and pineapple. What, you put <laughs> pineapple on my pizza? It's in the fucking title, sir. This this woman in, I cannot see where it happened, but she ordered a pizza Midwest. from a pizza place, and um, she she ordered Canadian bacon and pineapple, right? Yeah, yeah, not not yeah, shocking, yeah. not a crazy combination. Not a, not a, no. And apparently her pizza showed up with Canadian bacon, and somebody had written on the inside, had uh, couldn't bring myself to put pineapples on it. Uh, that's gross. Sorry. And they taped five dollars on the inside of the pizza box. As a, Ooh, uh, your money's near my food. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck! 
I want to speak to a manager. But I, it's just weird to me. It's like I don't. Isn't isn't ham and pineapple like a classic culinary combination? It, it is in Hawaii. Actually, there's something called a, a honey glazed ham, and what you do is you glaze the ham and honey, but then you also use pineapple juice to make it that citrusy. So you break down the glucose oh, in, yeah, the, in yeah. the honey, right. so it, it and it absorbs into the ham more often. So yeah, yeah, pineapple and ham tend to go together. Yeah, really, really fucking good. Guess what? Mm, S- since 1968, yeah. it's been doing that. Yeah. Well, and you know what? And, what and what's the new thing? In researching this, too, I found out that, that the first time that had ever been done was actually in Ontario, of all places. You would think Hawaii or, you know, somewhere where the oh, yeah. It was some guy Ontario, at a bitch. pizza place. <laughs> <laughs> at a pizza place in somewhere in Ontario. I didn't. I don't remember what the location is, but he was basically just... just it was like a wild... Th- he was it's probably like, called Elk Fart or someplace <laughs> like that. <right? laughs> oh, boy. I think that's actually correct. Hey, the movie jerks will clarify, okay? <laughs> they don't okay. live uh, I don't believe they live in Ontario. I think they're in Alberta, but right. I but we we do need to get them on this. So, Absolutely. I so, we will be uh so texting the shit out of We them, need to so. do some uh some research, eh? Want you to look oh, totally. into it. Eh? Yeah. Totally. Did they Make have sure like, you use the short O's, eh? Oh, I know. Do they have the pineapple poutine? Okay, stop. <laughs> yeah, probably. Stop. We're not in North Dakota. <laughs> We aren't investigating a wood chipper murder or whatever. The fuck <laughs> what? <laughs> we are investigating a wood aren't, chipper murder. This podcast just became exciting. <laughs> yes, it became. So, exciting. who do you think done it, eh? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> I think and to quote right from the movie, uh, did you find a clue, Sheriff? <laughs> no, I'm just throwing up. <laughs> I think it was my neighbor. With an extra U. (laughs) Neighbor. 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 I always see that when when I see the different spellings like neighbor and favor, you know, Mm -hmm. the British. They added, they added. I always want to say or at the end, like neighbor. Why do you think they say it that way? (laughs) They don't, I don't think they say it that way, do they? Neighbor. Oh. Neighbor. Neighbor. Hey, hey, neighbor. I have a favor to ask you. I'm Gerbert the Frog. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. So but anyway, just, you wanted you wanted to go on a serious note. Is this your serious fucking note? Is no, I was wizard? kidding. Yes, it's not serious at all. It's the, okay. It's exactly. I didn't want. I, to. The, but I, I I saw. I think you had posted that. Or somebody had posted that. The, the David Ramsey, um, the the burning question is yeah. pineapple. You, you shut up. Yeah, I know. No, I know. Click. <laughs> I don't want to listen to assholes, douchebags, or uh, cunts. And he is all three. Yeah. Well, it doesn't. It just doesn't. I don't. It, if if it sells, it sells. That means people like it. I mean, cut so, in a British way, <laughs> with an extra U. <laughs> with an extra U. C U U N T. Actually, no. I take that back. I mean it very much in a Scottish way. <laughs> anyway, Scottish. That reminds me. I watched a bunch of movies this last week or last Ooh, week. And would half. we watch? I have watched a ton of movies. Um, just trying to plow through. And Let me read the list first, and then we can backtrack and talk about any of them if you want to. I love Beauty and the Beast, by the way. Did, did you watch it? Did you see it? I did. And was it, was, it good? It was an awakening for me. <laughs> really? Wow. <laughs> I'm a huge Beauty and the Beast fan. You, you guys don't understand. Like, this is my story. This is my story. But, it, yeah. but, it, but objectively, yes, it was a very good movie. You should take your kiddo to it. She would like it a lot. Mm, Maybe. Oh, that's interesting. There's okay, so humor. everybody I've talked to so far has been, like, everybody seems to think across the board that Beauty and the Beast is, like, one of Disney's, like, pinnacles. 
But yeah, I, I never found it to be I never, all that great. Yeah, I, didn't. I did. Okay, but so you were, that's... you were the demographic at the time I when it came out. I was the demographic when it came out. I think I was. it came out in 92, so I know <laughs> yeah. all about the history, who made it, who drew it, who wrote the music. Yeah, I but know see, that's... Everything. Like, I was talking to... I was way too high for Disney movies. Talking to Deanne, and she's, she loves it. You know, and her and her friend we visited just recently, and we were talking about that, and they were, they both loved it. <laughs> I can't... <laughs> I feel like that's what I'm doing. I know, I know. <laughs> slee stack. <laughs> Jeff's impression of a slee stack. <laughs> but the uh, they they I just I I always thought it was kind of a I don't know I just never connected with me I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean I really liked a lot of the you know Disney had that that thing through the nineties where they were producing like they were just knocking it out of the park. Oh, it was like thing. every two years, like movie, movie, yeah, movie, yeah, yeah. movie, movie, movie. I swear, half of their catalog has it just came from like between nineteen eighty eight and two thousand two. Yeah, that's, that's was... the majority of their catalog is like nineties. Well, they Boom. they refer to it as a Disney Renaissance. Right. So Disney had its up and down. So when it first when they when Walt Disney first founded the company, you know, they had they released the first full animated movie and things were peaking, th- people were interested. But then, you know, come the seven, the 60s and 70s when we're dealing with war and all this social change, Disney kind of took a back seat. Well, I watched tons of Disney movies from that time. You did, but not everybody. But they weren't. When I was that age, but not everybody. Well, no, there was a ton of them. I swear yeah, to God, but there they was weren't, a ton of them. They, they weren't as universally connecting at, with people at no, that time. No, no. Yeah. I think they were very much they were here in the States. Like, Jeff, they were, let's they just were say, Watcher in the Woods. It was Watcher in the Woods. It was uh, you um, and close, I, not Close Encounters. You and I might think highly of the Apple Dumpling Gang. I fucking love that movie. The Doberman Gang. Anyway, Bedknobs and Broomsticks. That's one of my favorites. Um, fuck yeah. Uh, I love that <laughs> fucking movie. <laughs> okay. Generally speaking, the phrase Bedknobs and Broomsticks does not elicit a fuck yeah. Streets where hey, the riches Google that shit right now. Sold. <laughs> Anything and everything a chap can unload is found at the bellow of Portobello. Okay, this isn't a musical. It is a musical. <laughs> oh, no. Life is a fucking musical, bitch. Get over oh, it. Fuck off. I hate musicals. Do anyway. not <laughs> hate on Angela Lansbury. I will cut you, bitch. Yeah, you can't hate Angela, Angela, Angela Lansbury. Lansbury. I can hate her. She <gasps> She did buffering ads. I hate Get her. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Get out of this house. Ads. Don't die. Okay, Go. I take it back. I love Go. Angela Lansbury. She is. I worship the ground she walks on. That's right, you oh, bitch. Oh, you have not watched uh, Sweeney Todd until you've seen her in Sweeney Todd. Yeah. It is fabulous. She goes full on psycho. Oh, I thought you were going to say full on retard. <laughs> full, full retard, no. I don't think she ever goes full retard. Okay. But uh, anyway, so... Um, now that we did the sorry, I, I I just I, I loved the seventies for all of those things. Uh, what was the wood with all the old ladies? Or oh God, I can't remember that one. There's shit tons of live action. Freaky Friday is from the seventies. You know, I mean, it's oh yeah. Um, all of that stuff is what I grew up on. I think you're right. The animated movies they really didn't make. Yeah, it they didn't. The they didn't come out. They stopped doing the animated films in the sixties. Like they still had some animated movies, but they went to live action. Yeah. Well, in the late eighties, they went. Back to animation, they started targeting fairy tale stories that were very nostalgic to different cultures, and um, especially when they started targeting uh, women and young girls, and that's when the Princess franchise came out. So right, I mean, we had right. Snow White, we had Cinderella, we had, yeah, we had Cinderella, but it started with so in 1989, <laughs> that was I believe The Little Mermaid, and then in 1992 came out Beauty and the Beast, and yeah, then in Little 90- Mermaid was in the late 80s. Yeah, I it came out the year I was born. It was the first movie I made. What, my what parents, year were you born? 89. Fuck. 
Okay. Shut up. Anyways, <laughs> um, I have a really cute story about Baby Bree and Little Mermaid. Did um, you say 1969? Yes, she did. Okay, uh, go on. <laughs> but then following that came um, Aladdin in 1993. So they mm-hmm. went back to what Walt Disney originally was. The message that he mm-hmm. was sending was, you know, find the stories that are near and dear. Oh, I remember when uh, um, Little Mermaid came out. It was a phenomenon. The yeah. Little Mermaid was just oh yeah yeah boom it well, blew up so incredibly huge. It was one yeah. of the first time first like real movies where the main character was a female protagonist. So that addre- that like brought in tons of girls as mm-hmm. well as it was different. It was counterculture at the time, which is always attractive. Like I like to say that the reason why Taylor Swift was really popular for I think she still is I don't know but when she came out she was super popular because she was counterculture to the music industry. Like she was sweet Wait, and Taylor innocent. Swift wasn't she a country music star? Yeah, she was. Now she's not. But I guess she was sweet and innocent, which at the time when I was in high school and she came out, mm-hmm. it was all like gangster and thug rap and really hard scream metal. So here comes oh. this sweet little crooner, and everyone's like, oh my God, I love her. She's different. I guess but I never thought of her that way. She always, she's always annoyed the fuck out of me. You so were an adult. I guess we hadn't I didn't learned get yet. it. I didn't get it. No, right. have you heard her speak? Yeah, high pitched. Don't insult me for like no, that. No, no, <laughs> no. I'm not talking about the, the, the timber of her voice. Oh, okay. I'm talking about the words that come out her mouth. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's, it's like she went to college and stayed there and it's like, oh my God. Like, yeah. No, she went to high school or middle school and stayed there. <laughs> oh my God. I, you know, I want to like her because, you yeah. know, some of the songs she has really good messages in her songs. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but, oh God. I, I, people like I'm her. Glad I my nine year old is into her now because yeah. if she's still into her later, yeah, I'm gonna try again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't actively dislike people. I just don't click with it. It's like I and and somebody like her, you know, she's just she's pretty upfront about the fact that she's just there to be kind of entertainment. You know, not trying space? to be. Is this a safe space? Yes, yes of course. It's, it's a always space. a safe space. I <laughs> like three of Taylor Swift's songs. <laughs> It's no longer a safe space. <laughs> you like the haters gonna hate? I'm... Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. And but... actually, I like that song too. It's it's, it's horribly catchy. catchy. It's super catchy. But, it, then... oh my but God. once you have it in your head, it's it's a fucking earworm. No, it's an ear earworm earwig. At some oh point, Ow. It, it, it just gets in there and has babies, and then they come out. Like the Star Trek II scene where it just yes. burrows in yes. there. <laughs> exactly. That one. That's it. Yeah, well, I mean, and I noticed that, and I was I was trying to think about my weird little quiet love for some pop music. Like, I'm not really a pop listener, but I do have a select random set of songs I really enjoy, and it's because yeah. the music that they use you include are arpeggios or rhythmic patterns that, mm-hmm. you know, sit in your brain pretty well. It's the stuff you hear at the clubs. Yeah. And Taylor Swift, whenever she's <laughs> been producing that stuff, she's been using these <laughs> weird rhythmic patterns that, you know, the the sound is pleasing to the brain, mm-hmm. and since it's repetitive, it just kind of gets stuck in there. And yeah. So. Okay, because it's confession time, I like Wrecking Ball. <gasps> <laughs> oh, my God. I came in like a Wrecking yeah, Ball. That's a fucking great fucking song. Okay. I don't care who you something, are. Something, something, okay. something, uh, <laughs> Yes. No. I actually All like I that song. Was no. Break <laughs> me. It's, it's right. confession time. I'm going to pretend I didn't. No, it's time for you to tell us a song that you wait. You like rat? Never mind. That's I was going to say. My my typical response to what is your guilty pleasure in music I have a is I to make. I never really. I went through a phase in the '80s where I was into the hair metal crap, and it took me about a year, and then I was like, "This stuff is not the same as the stuff I'm I really saw into." Rat in concert in the last ten years. Sorry, uh, not in the last ten years. If you went to 
twenty. Oh fuck! Me. I think it was a little rat. over twenty, maybe. Then you maybe. Can oh, maybe. Me in that. Maybe it wasn't then because I was at a concert for Blink One Eighty Two. Another confession of mine. Uh oh. Um, but they had some old <laughs> dun, dun, hair metal band dun. doing. I think I thought it was rap. That is it not wasn't. one of their songs. <laughs> Ooh. You've but been yes. called into the floor, Rick. But yes, rat. Um I never quite completely <gasps> Oh, Jeff, you oh my. <laughs> Jeff is uh right now saving. Jeff us. took all the beer. And um, now <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. Next time we'll say something. So Jeff just opened the Baudelaire. He deep third the Saison. And it sprayed all over the place. So good though. <laughs> and so he It's all over me. Here, here. He, this is just oh beer. god, that felt good. So he threw oh. himself on the uh he took one for the team. <laughs> That's this kind of hot. Keep doing that, please. Lightly pornographic. Well, Jeff, while ah, you're pouring that while you're pouring that oh my god, this is uh This is really, really attractive. I'm sorry. <laughs> Keep, keep doing what you're doing. We don't have to tell you no, any. No, it's okay. No one's taking uh, video, so oh, I'm not going to do it anymore. Yes. <laughs> okay. So pour a beer. while Jeff's pouring beer, I'll, I'll let me go over the list of movies that I've watched in the last week. Please do. I went. We on need a, a theme song for you. I went on a tear. List. Okay. <laughs> I came I'll, in I'll, like a wrecking ball. Oh, <laughs> my God. No. <laughs> Look, Rick Poor, but that was so here we go. It was a Rick opening. Here's my list, <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna say Dragon. A premature. I'm gonna say Dragon Slayer on this list, but I already saw that before. I just I wanted to watch it again so fucking much. I know. Isn't it good? But the reason I good? the reason was I, it good it was good. Fuck you. Yes, it was good. <laughs> my God, you just gooded me into sus- into submission. into goodness <laughs> into Christ. submission. Jesus Christ! After so I have watched in the last week. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what happened I'm to I'm never going to get to this list. She did the same thing I did. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm. Wow. There is flavors in this beer that uh, I need to discover. It tastes like wine. <laughs> <laughs> she drinks straight from the bottle. That's, yeah, that oh, was, well. that's hands down the best thing that ever happened. <laughs> Thank you, Jolly Pumpkin Artisanal Ales. It tastes like wine. What the hell? This a little might bit, be a saison a little I bit. actually like. Oh my god, this is great. So let's let's name the brewery and what the okay, beer is. Let's, okay, let's let's get on this cuz this is This is surprising. Oh shit. This is a this is a bottle from uh, 2015 by the way. Ooh, good year. Hey Mike, I found a saison I like. You should buy it for me the next time I see you in Olympia. It's, it actually wasn't that expensive. I think it was like 14 bucks for it. Not bad. 15 bucks. It is a Vintage Reserve from 2015 Baudelaire beer. Baudelaire. Um, I'm sure this means I.O. Saison. Saison. And it's ale brewed with rose hips, rose petals, and hibiscus. No wonder. So if it's so, called the... That's why it tastes like wine. It's the hibiscus. Yeah. It really gives it that wine flavor. If it's called the Baudelaire, didn't it, then did it go through a series of unfortunate events? <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Absolutely. Have you seen that show yet? Uh, I, I the, only watched like the first couple episodes. They're maybe wonderful. the back of the bottle says, I'm very sorry for the beer you're about to taste. <laughs> 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 brewed and bottled by Jolly Pumpkin Artisanal Ales, LCC, Dexter, Michigan. Yeah. You know what, Michigan? I'm going to put you back on the map. Good stuff. Good you stuff. Are on the motherfucking map. This is um, a... this is a 750 milliliter bottle. It is 6.8 percent alcohol. If you guys can find this in whatever store you're going to, get it. Wow, this was bottled in 2015. Wow, good year. That, wow. That's the year that Inside Out and The Hateful Eight and Ant Man came out, which are three of the movies on my list that I watched this week. <laughs> and uh, Inside Out is awesome. Hateful Eight, I really enjoyed. Uh, mm-hmm. Wasn't his best. And what was the other one? 
Ant Man. Ant Man was great. It was a good it was heist good. movie. Yeah. Um, anyway, anyway, back to the beer. <laughs> back to the beer. Let's face it. You know what? Beer is a f- art form that yeah. excites our senses and stirs our imagination. Oh, he's reading the um, label. Th- <laughs> <laughs> this truth gave Jolly Pumpkin an idea. I just pictured Jeff We'd on create a limited series of beers by throwing caution to the wind and following our creative muse. I, they say muse. I'm going to say juices. Um, no matter where it wow. leads... This is how we discovered Baudelaire beer, a romantic world dimly lit by distant memory, yet alive and inspiring us to pursue beauty at any cost in the world of Baudelaire. And not even slightly pretentious. Not a little. Label and beer come together in character and taste, influence the drinker to take upon the spirit of creativity and thin the veil between life and art. Let the muse guide you. I think it would have been better if they used juices. We have a question. So you know what that last little bit of that statement means is, we know you're label shopping, so we made a really good label to entice you. (laughs) Exactly. And you know what? Label did not steer me wrong. Good way to go. Jolly Pumpkin? Dexter, Michigan. I'm just curious why she's got a fly on her head. There's a picture of a of a girl, her head and her neck. It's a what's a portrait or what is that? When it's a headshot. I don't know. My brain's not working. Uh, it's, but it's her her yeah, hairpin yeah. is yeah. a giant fly. Yeah. Why? She's a giant fly. Maybe she ate the fly. It's something to why. ponder. Oh my god, no! Oh. <laughs> Put that back where you. That was it. one of my favorite. Rhymes, r- r- yeah. limerick yeah. from when I was a kid. I loved. Can I loved you that. can you go through all of the animals? I cannot. I know it was. Did like she a, swallow a bird? A, a fly, a frog, oh, oh. a cat, a dog. There was there was a lady. spider in there at some point. Oh yeah, a fly, a spider. The yes, spider to catch the it. fly. The cat to catch the spider. The no, you just skipped several animals. Know. I'm sure there were several. I don't know. I don't remember all of them. I think it was but a bird this, to catch the I love spider. this label. I'm keeping this bottle of fucking beer because it's gorgeous. All it right, is really nice. Yeah, it's very nice. It's called the. As a label shopper, I will say I approve. Absolutely. That's a great label. Amazing. It's That's a great label really cool and label. a great fucking beer. This yeah. is a beer I would take to a party in the place of a How many of wine. beers have we had kind of derail the conversation like that? That's kind of a maybe we should use that in the future as a as Yeah, an this indication. is this is uh, this is almost a 5. I would on I my would, list. I'd go I there. mean, I'd this is a five. fantastic Wow. Wow. Yeah. Way to balance your beer between all those flavors even labeled on the beer, the rose hips and the hibiscus. Perfect. This seems like Beautiful. something that you would you would say you'd pull out for a really nice dinner. Mm-hmm. I mean it it's it's got that kind Absolutely. of quality to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um I I have to say I'm I'm sort of surprised to hear Bree likes it. Right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Our resident Saison hater. Well, I, I think I think I, and I love Brie. Yeah, and I'm not going to look at her while I say this. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Motherfucker, look at me. Look me in the eye. In the <laughs> eye. Um, uh, no, no. It's just I, I've noticed that you you have a hard time with some of the lighter beers I and do. the more the. the the more sour and or lighter the beers. So I mean, you have oh. you have a particular palate that is that is kind of very uh, very northwest. I'm just going to say very northwest. Is this a safe place? For Wasn't now. it for for? Is this still a safe place? <laughs> I admitted I liked Wrecking Ball. Currently. Okay, motherfucker. Okay. I hate Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> That's fine. Like okay. I don't I don't like sour. I, I don't know why. I don't like I gummy bears. Like, 
You're gonna can't you get kicked okay, out of the you can't you get I kicked out of the you. millennial club for that? I don't know. <laughs> You're gonna have your card revoked. But technically, I'm Gen Y, so I'm in that gray group of people who don't oh, quite belong okay. anywhere. So you don't why get, you don't get <laughs> why? Huh? That's, that's why? the proper way of saying. I'm Generation. Why? I'm Generation. Huh? <laughs> yeah, that's, I often say that. I, I'm 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 Generation alcoholic, <laughs> so I can get along with everyone. That generation's been around for a long time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it can log with everybody. So there's there's just like this weird for sour though. Like it's just everything sour. I this I is not to... sour though. No, I mean, it's, this it's is, not. But I'm, I'm this is it. a beautiful kind of. It's got a little like aftertaste. It's a little bit sour though. But it's, but not, it's not like it's not, it's not like, like it's it doesn't not the... make my toes curl. Like you know, right. like I which is it's weird. That I don't like sour. Now, but usually I used to it's love a good really thing to stuff. make someone's toes curl. That's only if he's between your legs and licking. Okay. <laughs> That's true. If, he, if he's doing that, my toes are curling. <laughs> Rick doesn't know what to do with us today. I am just, this is not a safe space anymore. <laughs> I can tell you that. I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe. <laughs> I, I'm not sure what to do. Or he just dropped a sex joke. I'm just, run, I'm just running down the street hoping someone picks me up and saves me. <laughs> That's not safe either. Haven't you heard of Stranger Danger? <laughs> stranger Danger. At this point, I'm willing to take my risks, <laughs> take my chances. You know how it. often I use that at work, <laughs> but I use it for our vendors, so it's okay. <laughs> stranger Danger. And then run away. I have to drunken tussle. Okay, fine. Tussling, tussle, 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 tussle. We're counting, Rick. One, We're two. not counting. We're not counting. Okay. But what we can do is talk more about this amazing this beer. wino beer? This wino beer. You put it in a paper bag, it's wino beer. But I think I think you this I think this is going to open your palate up a little bit more. It re- to these types of beers. It reminds me so um those pink wines, what the fuck are they called? Uh you mean Zinfandel or Rosé? A Rosé. Yeah, it reminds me of a Rosé. Like really? or not really Rosé, but um so there's this there's this wine that my best friend and I used to get when we lived right up the street from the co-op. And it was like raspberry wine. It wasn't, it wasn't a mead, but it, it was pink. And we couldn't stop. It was a raspberry wine. We, we, we kept drinking it. We were pretty much wine whores for that one particular brand of wine. I haven't tasted it since. And this reminds me. I quite like it. So, Stephanie, we need to go get some more beer and reminisce about our raspberry there wine. There you go. Elizabeth Station, fourteen ninety nine. You can have a this bottle. bottle. It's it's seven fifty. I mean, it's it's, it's a bottle the, of wine, basically. Yeah, I was gonna say it's about the size it's of the It's nowhere of wine. near the alcohol content of wine, though. No, but that's probably for the best. <laughs> that's probably for the, because you'll just end up drinking beer. So, yep. Welcome to the twenty first century in the Northwest. Da, 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 da. <laughs> it's wonderful. Anyway, um, Duncan Trussell's back, so we're gonna. Um, oh, did, did you want to hear my list of movies? Yes, <laughs> we're gonna hear your list of movies. Oh, that's right. We're talking about that, weren't we? I just want to keep. Putting it off until we get to the end of the show. <laughs> no, we, it may be interrupted because I'm okay. almost done with this. So here's the list. I'm going to read the list first, and then we'll then we can backtrack if you guys want to talk about. It. I just want to read the list because I'm kind of impressed with myself for having watched this many movies. Given that I'm not a huge movie fan, I watched no because they're not art to you. Thor, fucking cut. They are. They are. Art. Which Thor? Thor, the first movie. First. It's, a, it's okay. It's first, okay. Okay. Dragon Slayer, which I had already seen. Brilliant. Jumanji. It's fun. Ghostbusters, Wait, the 2016 stop, stop. remake. You hadn't Great seen movie. Jumanji yeah. before now? I hadn't. Motherfucker, where I have know. you been living? <laughs> Aberdeen. Okay, 
you, you have met this man before, right? He hasn't seen some of the most iconic films. That's what of this the last is. Forty years. This I, list I is think it's like just like hitting me because some of these movies are from the eighties, so I have missed some of them too. Right. But Jumanji in nineteen eighty four, and I can pinpoint it to the year. I had a a moment where I literally I can remember the moment. I looked at movies and I thought. Movies he was are ten and a half years old. Going, <laughs> movies are you know what? Movies just aren't for Dude, me seriously, I was ten and three quarters. The, the <laughs> movies. I just looked at movies and I and I kind of thought I was like, I'm done watching these. I'm I'm sick of it. Unless it's Star Wars or Indiana Jones, I'm done. And so I really, literally watched almost nothing because I was kind of I don't know if I was becoming snotty. Yes. Or if I was just becoming like stupid. I was becoming frustrated because in the eighties. If you were around in the 80s. I technically was. two of us were. <laughs> technically, I was there for the last few months. Everybody you seemed... can't just be something on a technicality. Technic. Everybody 89, seemed... summer of 89. So okay, I had, I okay. Had Culturally, least... you can't be a technicality. I had five Culturally, months you cannot be a technicality. A lot, of, a lot of directors <laughs> were doing this kind of bad imitation of Steven Spielberg. That became very popular in the 80s, and I got really tired of that. And I was like, I'm so well, sick good. of seeing movies like that. Ten year old pays attention to that. I don't know. I it, it clicked with me. He's and I always thought, been a 57 year old man. <laughs> so I'm really curious. I want so, to know him when he's 57, say, and when he becomes then? 58, I'm going to be there to watch him change into something. So else. my 10 year old self was saying, Excellent. I'm so done watching these movies. So, but I, I, I just, I don't know. I just got now. really super turned off to movies. I watched some occasionally here and there when they, when they seemed like they were going to be. Something a little different. But so as a result, between now and about around 2006, I started watching movies again. So I've got that 20-year span where, 22-year span where I literally watched nothing. And when people made references to these movies, I was just like, it went right over my head. Like all these pop cultural references, you know, movies. I was like, it didn't register with me. So, so I'm going back and I am writing this situation by going going. Okay, thank you. I am no longer a virgin. Whoa. <laughs> I think I'm no longer a virgin. So, anyway. <laughs> so, um, anyway, even since 2006, um, I've still sort of had an attitude of not, you know, I'm not that enthusiastic about movies. So, I've still missed a lot of movies, even though, mm-hmm. e- even as they come along. So, even up until this year, I still have movies that I have to catch up with. So, that's why Ghostbusters from last year is on the list, which was a good movie. It and was. it makes it me was. wonder I why really all the He Man. Women are funny. As much as people want to bitch and moan about the nostalgia bullshit, yeah. they were genuinely funny. Well, the 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 whole movie was spot on with the original yeah. movie that I really loved, which was fun, stupid, brilliant, yeah. and just I loved. I was twenty minutes into that movie, and the scene where they're getting kicked out of that kind of low rent college, <laughs> the guys like the guys, they're like, "He's gonna say suck it." He's not gonna say suck it. <laughs> suck it. <laughs> I was like, I was in tears laughing at that, and then he was like, "Ooh, what is that? Oh, it's a ghost. No, it's a bird." <laughs> There's the <laughs> yeah, anyone who this is too funny, man. Anyone who compared that movie to the original Ghostbusters really ruined that movie for themselves. Mm. But you don't have to. It's it's fine. It's stand, the it's original like, still stands up. Yeah, and so does no, this they movie. they do. But yeah, the I'm saying is that you yeah. can't. You it's not okay. Like this, 
sometimes we have remakes and we can compare them to the original and like have objective opinions. This had a you know even though it had the same kind of comedy, it had totally different writers, different humorists, yeah. different comedians. Like this was supposed to be its own standalone film. Right. I don't right. know. I think right. they 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 got the the soul of the original perfectly. Yo, they I did. They that nailed that. that. They absolutely captured the soul, and we're doing this like seven months too late. But uh, they really captured the soul. I think of the original movie in even in their comedy even in the comedy they got it mm-hmm. those women were sp- spot on perfect my favorite was vankman she was so awesome <laughs> oh my god with her inventions and the ridiculousness yeah, yeah. um she was not spot on vankman maybe in the first one but she still had that kind of yeah. visceral well just i'm not saying that the comedy was bad cuz i love the movie like i absolutely loved mm-hmm. it but i had a lot of so i don't know about your circles but my circles People were pissed off and like actually what? angry about this film. Like, oh no, really, there was like, a lot of angry, real and I'm like, about any, and film. I basically had to decide like anyone who goes into that film expecting the original Ghostbusters is going to be disappointed. You need to, I mean, even though they paid homage in all the appropriate ways, you need to go in with a blank slate and just accept that there's something totally new based on something that, yes, you treasure. It's kind of like going to see the Hobbit movies with Brandon. Like he can't stand those movies because it ruins the book. I'm like. Yeah, it, it's no, not the no, book. it doesn't ruin the book. The you know what ruins the book? Annotations. That's what ruins the book. <laughs> but you know what doesn't ruin the book? Reading the fucking book. The books Watching are still the there. Watching the movie is the movie. The books are yeah, still there. But looking the at books it, are still there. Exactly. It's about looking at it as this is based off of or from something, but accepting that it's its own unique thing. Like Brandon and I debated the Hobbit. Like you know, the Hobbit book. When you read it, it's mostly describing landscapes and walking. That's yeah. all, most of that book. You can't it's, do that No, that's in a Lord movie. of the Rings. That's definitely <laughs> Lord of the Rings. But you can't the second Lord of the Rings, the first like five, 15 chapters. More rocks. <laughs> Take now the, there's more rocks. Take out all the landscape Gollum does something stupid. More rocks. But, so you, but you can't have that in a movie. You can't have just aimlessly wandering because visual stimulation is different from You know what's funny? Reading. Lord of the Rings, they yeah. did it in the movie. It was, they, I thought they did pretty good about yeah. the yeah. wanderings. Peter Jackson did get a little, little yeah. over the top with the Hobbit series, trilogy. Like yeah. it, it crossed a couple of lines, but at the same time, it's like Brandon. You know, he describes uh, <laughs> Tolkien describes a sunset like six or seven times. Yeah, we can't keep looking at sunsets. I mean, should it have been three movies? Probably not. That's why Maybe I had two. a. That's why I had a hard time when I was younger. Even though I was into fantasy and and you know the sword and sorcery thing, it's um I could not get through Tolkien. I would I would sit down to read it, and I remember specifically one time when I tried to read. I think it was The Hobbit or The Lord of the Rings. One of the two described a garden, like a very long paragraph describing a garden. Hobbit. And I was just like, what the fuck? I don't want to read about a garden. Yeah. And well, I, it's, it's kind of like with um, uh, oh, George R. R. Martin in describing food. Food, yeah. <laughs> He's, that's weird. That feels very strange when he suddenly, it's like we're right in the midst of all this intrigue and all this palace back, you know, palace level backstabbing, and suddenly we have Literally three paragraphs. People yes. are being stabbed with and, sharp, pointy objects. And then suddenly we have three paragraphs about what they're being served for dinner mm. that night. <laughs> Roast like, beef. Okay. Thanks. Red wine. I guess. Are there recipes in the back of the book? Brussels he should sprouts. do that. He should hire there, people to actually put no, recipes. No, there, there actually is a legitimate like part of the series cookbooks based on Game of Thrones and they are part of the actual like they are licensed and whatever to be part of the conglomerate. It's a game. That's it's funny. Game. That's really it's funny. It's a game. It's a Game of Thrones. 
<laughs> anyway, so let's continue. I watched Highlander. Oh, I, I love watched. That movie. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in so long. I, I love that. Movie I wish so I much. liked that movie more, but I, I have... didn't. I didn't like it. <laughs> I understand. I understand I why you didn't like it because yeah. it's a cheesy B movie. Yeah, it really is. It's a cheesy B movie. I fucking love that movie. I didn't. The get... soundtrack is fucking brilliant. Oh yeah. The yeah. the 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 ridiculousness is fucking brilliant. Yeah. I love the story, and I what can I say? I I, I like that movie. I I liked yes the so queen, much potential. the Queen song. I had forgotten about that. I literally hadn't heard that song in like Who twenty years. To live. I know. I was like, oh that was God. great. And and think about Freddie Mercury. And then you start crying. <laughs> and the uh, vaguely homoerotic stuff with uh, Sean Connery pantsing around in nature with another man. That was okay. Mm. <laughs> when doesn't that happen? Mm. Um, those were all... I, there were things That's about like the movie... That's like my dream at least once a week. <laughs> there were things about that movie I liked. But um, what really got me was like the logical stuff that seemed like they just weren't even paying attention. Like, there can only be one. Except all the other guys who are getting together for the convention of of us immortals and stuff but there can only be one um and and also like the uh the Sean Connery was supposed to be Spaniard yeah nobody's nobody's <laughs> accents match what they were supposed to be like the french guy he has like the scottish guy has a french accent yes and the spaniard has a scottish the spaniard accent. is scottish the uh the 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 scottish guy is actually uh um i believe he's belgian yeah i think he's belgian i think he's from belgium i i don't remember yeah. exactly where uh um, that well, it sounded from. French to me, but it could be Belgium. Yeah. It, well, there's a French part of Belgium. So, yeah, 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 um, yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe he's from Wallonie. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I've the it's, main. It's, it's '80s ridiculous because yeah. that that happened a lot in the '80s. Yeah. I don't know if you watched a lot of movies from the '80s. I watched a lot of B movies from the '80s. I did. There was Americans that were from Australia and Australians from America. It was just it was chaos. Cats and dogs living together. <laughs> mass hysteria. <laughs> Whoa. There's the door. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Ooh, wait, we just we nope. just we just mashed up two different uh, two different Ghostbusters. Uh, Ghostbusters movies. Absolutely. Uh, but I there was part of me though that watched that movie and I thought if I had watched this in the eighties I would have probably been crazy for it. Mm-hmm. But oh, absolutely! I watching fucking... it now and especially with the acting from the lead. Oh yeah, Christopher Lambert was never oh, known for his God, uh, liquid acting. Is it? No, where? he was very rigid. Yes, I think so. he still is. So let's continue. My uh, the new, I had I had Ant Man, which I loved. Ant-Man. I thought that was great. That um, was a good movie. Yeah. Inside Out, which got the rare rare treat of getting four stars for me, which uh, I was. Did you cry? Almost, man. I am not an easy crier when it comes to movies, but I it, right at, at the end of that movie, I was like. <gasps> And guess what? I weep to last weekend, <laughs> Logan, like three times. I have not seen it yet. I'm trying to bring myself <laughs> to see it. Fucking weeped. I really? heard NPR like a not babe. <laughs> so um, NPR has a pop culture podcast, and they kind of review movies and things going on in pop culture. And they had this huge thing about Logan. Yeah. And I've been trying to mentally prepare myself to go see Logan because I've, I've pulled away. <laughs> I pulled away from the X Men series. Like it, at some point, Sony just really fucked it up and made it into this monster of awful film. Oh, it's a giant Sony cock. Is really yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's like, fucking and, terrible. It, like it went in dry with no. Anything. Yeah, exactly. No lube. Just like wow. Oh, I kind of feel violated, even though I paid for this. 
And but I heard I'm, I'm still hearing so many good reviews about Logan because it, it captures a human oh element. It's not necessarily like you. a blow them up movie. It's a survival you. family film. Everyone at this table will like Logan, and I will confidently say that right the fuck now. Okay, and I will pay you for your fucking ticket if I well have to. in two thousand. Okay. 2024. No, I mean if you don't like it, I'll oh, pay okay. for your ticket. When I watch it, in two, <laughs> when I watch it in 2024, I'll let you guys like. Fuck you, know. you in a handbasket. <laughs> I will have to buy that shit, sit you down, and force you to watch it. I will watch. It. Even if I have to do I a Clockwork Orange it. to your ass, I'm going to do it. it. I promise, I will watch it before 2024. Like, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. it's getting scary. Anyway, so the the list continuing. The Abyss. Great fucking movie. I enjoyed it. Um, iRobot, which I enjoyed more than I expected. Really? To enjoy. Yeah. I enjoyed hey, it more than I expected. Any but I'm, movie, I'm, Any yeah. movie where Alan Tudyk is playing a CG robot. It's true. Alan Tudyk can me. do no fucking wrong. <laughs> it he was really okay. Can't. Have you watched I, Con Men? <clears throat> I haven't, but I've heard about it. It's his Kickstarter series? Yeah. I, I tried to kickstart it and I missed it. Oh, my God. I missed it by a day. I missed it by a day. So much. Well, it's on CISO. You can just sign up for CISO and you get like a week or a month free. Um, it's uh, oh it's no, like it's not online. on CISO. I apologize. It's not on CISO. It's on Comic Con Channel on Amazon Prime. So if you you sign up for Amazon Prime, you can sign up for we this. We have Amazon Prime. Okay, then you can sign up for uh, Comic Con Channel or some Comic Channel. I don't know Comic Con Chameleon. I don't know what it is, okay. but um, it's a Comic Con Channel, and you can sign up, and you can get the, like your first month or week yeah. or free, so that's, that's and like you can just Nathan binge watch. Right? They're only like six seven minute episodes. Hmm. You have to fucking watch Con Man. It's really goddamn yeah. good. I got yeah. really excited when I saw the Kickstarter. I went to go kick the start, and it was already started, and I was sad. Oh. No, he made an immense amount of money. Yeah. Well, cause, I mean, it wasn't quite what comes out today. On this day, Mystery Science Theater is now out on Amazon. Oh, is that today? Yep, that is oh, today. Oh, Don't worry, I got oh, the notification oh, oh. at like at 7 a.m. Right alongside I, uh, The Last Jedi. I'm like, Last Jedi? Swipe. Oh, no, Sorry, no, I'm gonna no. Swipe left for you, we don't, sir. We don't swipe the last Jedi. Oh, yeah, we swipe, no. swipe left we for the stop. last Jedi. We stop. We stop. Is it for the left or right? I don't know. I'm, I'm not on those apps. You know, I downloaded Tinder after I was married, by, mind you. I downloaded Tinder just because I wanted to share with my girlfriends and their awful Tinder stories about people that they've supposedly matched with. And I matched with so many weird Canadian bikers that I gave up and turned it off. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Have you tried Faku dating? What? Faku dating. It's a uh, anime uh, dating site. I'm still back on Canadian bikers. <laughs> I've not caught up with you guys yet. Apparently. Well, you like, know what, sir? You're always on Canadian bikers. Okay. Apparently, I'm super duper cute, and I attract men who like cars and riding motorcycles, and they all oh. happen to be Canadian. And they like bikes. Poodley, do you like me Harley, eh? Wait, Please. what did you just say? Uh, no. Don't no. say Harley like that. And it's not, Harley. It's, no, but it's not even like... Harley. 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 Like Harley. 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 If it was Harley, I'd get some recognition. But no, it's like crotch right. Like Sorry, Suzuki. Canadians. Yeah. It's, they were all... Suzuki? Suzuki. I was like, what's up? Of course, it's so much easier to say. Suzuki. <laughs> Please go. <laughs> okay, next on my list... <laughs> I watched Prometheus, which was uh, it was fun. It was yeah, good. It was okay, good. I think I mentioned that on the podcast previously. Maybe. Um, the next one, which I'm very very torn about, which is the Hateful Eight. Thank the you first, know, first three quarters of that movie, I would have given that four stars. The last quarter of that movie, I would have given one star. 
Yeah, like, really. You didn't, like the, you didn't like the all-out blowout. No, my my everyone gets to die. My joke was it turned into haberdashery dogs. You know, it was just like everybody shooting each other. I was like, "What?" I'm trying I, to remember which movie. This that has was. been like so much awesome. Like I these characters like are great. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson plays a bounty hunter who gets picked up by Kurt Russell, also a bounty hunter, and they ride a stagecoach into the Minnie's haberdashery. And then they're all snowed in, and there's like three guys there. Hateful Eight. It's a Quentin Tarantino's last movie. Yeah. Oh, I guess I haven't seen it. It was good. I what mean, I fuck? I liked it. How if I had I paid, that? if I had paid to see that in the theater, I would have been happy with it. I was just really like, I was, I like, was happy with it. I, I was like the first. With a seven in it. it built up so much tension. Like you were just like Fast and the Furious. No, fuck <laughs> that shit. God damn it. <laughs> the Furious Eight. <laughs> But, um, the fate of I the furious. I think that's actually the name. Yeah, yeah. It's the fate of the furious. But um, I just I I wish they he'd had a better ending than the we're gonna shoot each other and everything gets bloodied up. You know, it was like this was there there was so much tension built up. There was a lot of tension built up, and I I thought in the in the old west and the, those characters that's the only way it could have ended. Yeah. But that's that's just for me. I think there was a, a bit of gratuity within the middle of the film. Yeah. Um. The the, the where the he, I I honestly think Samuel L. Jackson's acting is good enough to where he could have told that story that he was telling to. Uh, uh, oh Jesus Christ! Not Harry Dean Stanton. What the fuck's his name? Oh, I don't know the actor's name. It was the general from the south. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was telling. I I didn't think they needed to show the story. I yeah, that kind of that struck was me as really weird. bullshit. When, when I, I saw I, that I, part, I thought this is where Mike would throw his hands up and say, "This guy needs an editor." Absolutely, and yeah. I I agree with Mike, especially yeah, when it comes. To, I do too. Okay, not especially. Only when it comes to uh, Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, he doesn't get to defend himself now. Um, but he will. <laughs> Hopefully, he's. Uh, we just got binged by him, and he's going to be buying some mics soon and doing his own podcast. Yeah. Apparently, awesome, anyway. Awesome. Um, <laughs> what I was going to say was there was scenes like that that just didn't need to be in it. Yeah. Um, I can handle. Like I, I had that feeling several times, like where there were long discussions on the stagecoach, and I was thinking this isn't really pushing the story forward at all. I would no, think but Mike, I like the character development I between the two characters, I which I think worked really well. Yeah, um, I'm and then okay. I think that was intercut with. Uh, um, don't they stop and pick up a third? Yeah, there's a guy who claims to be the sheriff of the town. They're exactly, going to. Yeah. They, they stop to pick that character up, and then yeah. you're you're adding the characters. So it, I think it does push the story forward. Yeah, it's fine. I can I can deal with that. It's not a huge gripe that I have with that. You know, that's like one of those things that's you know when you talk to people about telling stories and stuff, they'll like people editors of books and stuff. They'll say they they would cut things that don't push the story forward. But I actually disagree with that. I like things that that kind of flesh out the. The world that you're in, or the characters, exactly. You it, when you're are. world building or character building, that's yeah. that's a big thing. Is is kind of slowing down the story or, yeah. or even plot points to, especially if they have a payoff at the, the end. Of it. If they have a payoff at the end, like the like the letter that Samuel L. Jackson was carrying that was supposed to be from Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Like I remember watching that part, and I was going, "This is really like, what does this have to do with what they're doing right now?" And then it paid off later. Yeah, it's like that came back up as a plot point later. Yeah, on, so that was actually pretty cool, but. Um, I'm okay with that, but I just uh, for me the the ending was was enough of a letdown to where it dropped from a four star movie to a three star movie for me. Really, it was just like I was like I really want I really loved this. I was really surprised because I'm not usually that big a fan of Quentin Tarantino to begin with. 
And I, oh, really? And I yeah. love... what, did, what did you think of Django Unchained? Have yeah. you seen it? Or was that on your list as well? Yes, but you know what? What's Coincidentally, I happen to have been going through the, like a black exploitation phase where they had a whole bunch of black exploitation. Mm-hmm. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, and so coincidentally, Some great fucking movies. I was actually watching Absolutely. movies that I think were direct influences on that film because they were real. Like I could, I was like, oh my god, that's like the same plot from this movie, and that's the same character from this movie. Okay, two segues. Yeah, one racist, not one not so. Um, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Put on your big pants, guys. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm playing a game right now called Mafia 3. Yes. And Mafia 3, uh, this is literally the third Mafia game that no one's ever heard of. Um, and, uh, what was he talking uh, because about? Because all the other Mafia games, and Bunch one of, of my least favorite genres of movies or anything yeah. is the Mafia. Like the mafiosa Italian fucking douchebags. Well, <laughs> Mafia 3 takes place in 1968. Yeah. In the South. Okay. And the protagonist, you, is a black guy that just came back from Vietnam. Okay. Oh, boy. Yeah. And, and this is you get back, and oh boy, all the people Vietnam. you grew up with <laughs> are being, you know, blah, 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 killed and whatnot by the mafia. Okay. And now it's up to you to kind of clean up the town. So it's kind of a GTA, but uh, has actually a plot with characters. Yeah. Um, no. And uh, no, GTA has none of that. <laughs> I know. They tried, and the last one they really tried, and they did a pretty good job up to a point. Yeah. I never bothered with the series. I, I love GTA. Even back when GTA 2 was out, it was just blood and guts gore. It was. Ugh. Um, <laughs> but yeah. this really has a plot, and they use the music really well. They use all of that really well, and and it it it's a really good game. My other. Uh, slightly, m- I listened to a podcast called "I Was There Too." Okay, um, new, one of my new podcasts that I listen to, and it's it's a great podcast if you like movies. Movies are wonderful. I love movies. Um, and uh, this is uh, um, I can't remember the host of the podcast, uh, but he interviews people that were not like the principals of production. They were a, a side character, or they were a oh. uh, key grip, yeah. or they were this or that. And like some of the ones I've listened to are, uh, well, the, just this, uh, uh, one of the last ones I listened to was uh, uh, one of the guys from Kong, Skull Island, the new Kong mm. movie, which I fucking adore, uh, was like the one of the, the sub-characters that was just involved in the making of the movie and, and in the movie. And then he's had some other uh, people on before that were just, just not principal characters. Well, yeah. the last podcast he did, just this last one, Ahmed Best. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> so I, it was very interesting to hear his side of the whole um, you know, prequels. Thing. Yeah. And uh, I was very sure. cool guy, very funny, had a lot to do with a lot of the different stuff. He was a huge principal uh, uh, person in uh, the uh, Yoda lightsaber battle. He literally wrote that battle. Weird. Okay. Yeah. Well, he was a huge martial artist. Yeah. And uh, he was really into like anime and art, martial arts and stuff at the time. So... Um, and he was pretty young. He was like 23 when he's cast. Okay, yeah. In in, uh, I was so bad for that guy because really, you know, uh, Andy Circus gets the credit for being like yeah, the first. Yeah, he's he's, he's not one. technically, but just everybody hated the character that that guy did. But he did removing all of your judgment about Jar Jar Binks. He did a good <sighs> job with the with the whole being an actor. You know, knowing that you're that you're 
Characters your performance is going to turn into yes, and he and and the 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 director George Lucas and a lot of those guys, uh, especially the animation uh, department, yeah. I- ILM is that yeah. what it is? ILM yeah. really had a lot to do with it. I suggest if anybody likes yeah, Star yeah. Wars, they really need to listen to this. Well, there's I was a, there too with Ahmed Best. And that's I'll I'll check that out. Awesome. But there's actually a movie and it's on Netflix right now called L Street 1967 or 1976. Sorry. And it is specifically a documentary that tracks down all the people who played bit parts in in the original Star Wars film, and they just sit down with them and they at, they talk to them about their story. Is that the guy that went to like Carrie Fisher's house and talked to her first? No, second? that's a different thing. That's called oh, Bring that Back Star Wars. But oh, this that is, was right. He wanted yeah. to bring back the original cast. This is just a watch. documentary where they sit down with a lot of the people who played, like the guy who hands Princess Leia the medals at the at the last scene in Star Wars. Like they show him, and then there was a guy who was like the uh, gold leader. No, you know, yeah. he's in there, and he and it's really cool to watch that movie, and then to see Rogue One, where they went where back they and got back. His, his stuff, and they actually brought him in to do voice, you know, to do vocal, you know, mm-hmm. to do the lines for it. Um, and it's interesting to see that okay, Bree's holding something up. Southwest, we beat our competitors, not you. <laughs> Very Don't nice. get Southwest dragged era. by overpriced flights. But we love our passengers. <laughs> Anyway, so check. Uh, I, I can sit here and tell you all the stories from it, but it's a really, it is a way better documentary than I expected it to be. Yeah. Even knowing that I'm a Star Wars fan and this is minutiae that most people wouldn't give a shit about, it's just very interesting to hear these people tell their stories about Absolutely. how they stumbled into, like, some people were just like, it was just this weird little apartment in England and we went up these scummy looking little stairs and there was George Lucas and some other guy and we talked for five minutes and he goes, okay, you're right for the part. And then we and then we end up in the biggest movie ever, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and he's and it's just an interesting story to hear these things. And um, for me personally, the guy who was gold leader, to know that he was brought back in because in the movie he said, yeah, you know, it was kind of sad that it, I, I that was probably the best thing that ever happened to me as an actor. And he owns a restaurant in Canada now. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. And he's and he's you know he's uh yeah i am gonna oh. do something I, but, um, I i don't think i've ever done before yeah is open a gargantuan can of beer this is huge you've never an- opened one of those before 32 fluid ounces it's basically a half growler a i got those for my birthday apparently i have a trend yeah <laughs> i have a theme and uh <laughs> this actually has and we're just beginning the 20 days of beer week yes. here in northern northwestern washington right, right. uh i believe it starts with Billingham Beer Week and ends in Seattle Beer Week. Am I correct on oh. this? I That's don't know. I'm li- I live under Brie a rock. Because she lives <laughs> under a rock. So that makes me automatically right. And I'm rarely right. So I am going to pour the 20 Days of Beer Week Red IPA. Okay. And while you're saying that, I'll finish my thought about the, Go ahead. the Sorry, Gold Leader guy. That. When you watch that documentary, you think that's kind of sad, you know, because you can tell he wishes that he were a bigger part of Star Wars. Yeah. And to know that Rogue One came out a few couple of years after they did that documentary and pulled him in and said, "Hey, we need you to do something again." And that must have been like elation. Like, yeah, that guy must point. have I, good for him. And when I saw him show up in the movie again, and it was like, "Oh man, that, it just it was like, wow, that's and really cool." And how do you not bring those people back? Oh yeah, you had to. You had to. Um, so anyway, so here's. I'll, I'll finish off my list so we don't keep this going through the whole podcast. But going back to Ahmed Best. Yes. Oh, Ahmed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ahmed Best. Yeah. Um, great guy. Uh, some of the stories he tells are funny because he was brought in at 23. 
Yeah. And one of the reasons he was brought in is because he did some sort of uh, performance. He was uh, one of the leads in Rent on Broadway. Oh. At the time, which wow. is, we're talking mid-90s. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he's only slightly younger than me, I think, I believe. Because if he yeah, was 23 in the mid-90s, mid to late-90s, so I, I'm a few years older than yeah, him. Yeah, he's, he's around. But uh, um, uh, he tells the story. Well, this is the perfect story. He tells the story of, of uh, the plane ride over to England just for the fitting of the costume. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And uh, he orders tea. And the woman brings the tea over, spills scalding hot tea on his side, like oh. his right side. And he spends, and that's like the first hour of the flight. So he spends the next, oh, no. you know, nine hours or whatever it was holding just cold compress and then more cold compress and then more cold compress. The yeah. whole flight and it's just Killing skin is peeling the whole nine. He gets there. He goes in to get his fitting. They pour all that shit all over him. He doesn't say a fucking word. (laughs) And he just keeps saying, "I just didn't want to get fired." I'm in Star Wars. He just suffered. He suffered (laughs) needlessly. That poor guy. He suffered for his art. I suggest everyone, if you love Star Wars, if you love the prequels or don't love the prequels, listen to it. It's it's a great it's a great podcasting general but it's also this this episode is particularly good yeah so, so last three movies on my list the people versus larry flint love great it. fucking movie could have used a little less courtney love but i'm okay with that um gross point blank fucking mm. loved it yeah, i don't know if i loved it uh tropic thunder which is fucking hilarious that was, fu- that was hilarious uh, the scene place? in that movie where the director's talking about let's go make the greatest war movie ever <laughs> steps on the that movie. what's that what? won't let me see that movie why well, i mean i probably could see it if i wanted to but just yeah. without him he's why won't he of, let you see it? He's weird about b-rated movies like if, if someone what do you if, mean b-rated it's a great just great comedy yeah if it's weird, campy comedy, generally he's not into it, and he gets weird about me watching movies without him too. Just don't go full retard. Yeah, that's yeah. That's <laughs> earlier in the podcast you said that, and I was like, oh my god, I can I can reference that later. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Rick. But hey, uh, gross point blank. I just wanted to say, um, I a good oh. movie, but I don't buy John Cusack as a hitman. Even though even he's played one three or four times. Remotely, yeah, I know. John, <laughs> not Cusack. even remotely. I can see him playing like the shooter, like of a school shooting. Like he's got that kind of face where you can go in and you don't expect it. Wow, not even a backhanded compliment. That was a punch to the gut no, compliment. He's, he's great. I love him. But I mean, when he's playing the bad guy, he's like that weird, like killer that we don't see coming because of some significant psycho killer, right? Yes. So that run, keeps run, coming run, into the movie too. It's run, like he seems to have a thing for needing to have like popular music in his in the movies oh, he's in. Oh, oh, no, I think that's just the movies he gets got picked for, especially in the I, I just didn't. Yeah, I didn't get it. Maybe I mean, it come on, kind of his movie. breakout oh, role. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, his breakout role was say anything. Talk about point essential music. But he wasn't shooting. That was he was soundtrack that everyone fucking had. He wasn't shooting people through the head. He wasn't, but it was still a romantic comedy, as was this. Yeah. So I mean, but the the movie I really wanted High Fidelity to to, to highlight on this list was Dragon Slayer, which was a movie that I loved as a kid. I loved that movie, and it holds I up. Watched, it? it held up like a motherfucker. I mean, that was a great. 
I couldn't believe it. I was afraid to watch it because, as I've told you, when I go to watch movies that I loved as a kid, a lot of times it's just like, oh, I can't, I can't do it. I started watching that movie, and it was, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how good it was. And I, I, the whole time, the look of it. You know, a lot of the fantasy in the 80s was like clean and shiny, and like everybody's hair looked like it had just been washed and blown I think dry. it depends on what. It was either, it was either that, yeah. Dragon Slayer, yeah. or Roger Corman. It was like there was nothing in between. <laughs> well, yeah. There was nothing But this in was between. like dirty. Everything was dirty. Mm-hmm. Like, and it looked like an episode of Game of Thrones. You know, it was like it was really, really I would, I well think done. I would, I would relate it more to uh, um, uh, Name of the Rose, but yeah, but yeah, it's I kept, like half the characters in fucking robes. I kept oh, flashing back to to Game of Thrones, and then when I went online later, I discovered some crazy things. Well, a couple of things I noticed while I was watching it that I never noticed. Before, There's some great is, lore to that. There's a character in that movie named Tyrion. Mm-hmm. There's a character named um, Valerian. Which is the name of a type steel. of steel? Yeah, and then I went online later because that was bothering me. I was like, well, "This is really weird. It looks like Game of Thrones." Uh, there Sounds was also like Game of Thrones. There was also the subtext of magic is leaving the world. Dragons are disappearing. Same as Game of Thrones. They had that that whole thing, and then they're coming back. And then there are baby what dragons. Do you keep hitting it. Why do you keep hitting it? Because the computer keeps going to sleep. <laughs> but anyway. Um, there was just like a lot of parallels I kept noticing. I was like, this is really weird. I think I suspect that movie may have had a little bit of an influence on George R.R. R. Martin. You he may think? have seen Yeah. He may have but seen it. There's actually a dragon. The dragon's name is Vermithrax, and that's actually mentioned by name in Game of Thrones as a dragon that the that the Targaryens once had. Mm-hmm. So that was when I got online and read that, I was like, oh, okay. He definitely it's saw a this direct, movie. Yeah. yeah. It's he's not, done quite a bit homage. Not not to say that it was a he's not ripping it off at all. It's a completely different movie. That's an homage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it's what it that was, is. I just and, I loved that's one of the problems I have with people nowadays and watching movies. Mm-hmm. People automatically assume they're just ripping someone off. Yeah. And yeah. that drives me nuts. Like um I have that argument, I think it's with Mike. Uh, about uh, uh, what do you call that? Uh, eight millimeter? No, not eight millimeter. What's it called? Um, the monster movie that uh, was a that was really super inspired by uh, Spielberg. Um, oh, Super Eight. Super Eight. Thank yeah, you. yeah. Oh, that was which a good movie. was a fabulous fucking movie and yeah. a complete and utter homage. Yeah, like you can see how much Abrams. Loves Spielberg yeah. in that movie, but there's no ripoffs in that. That I whole attitude is, was pushed by a guy named Kirby Ferguson who did those that series of videos Kirby. called <laughs> "Guy's Name's Kirby." Why is anybody listening? Everything to Kirby? is a remix, and that is a young guy looking back at the past and trying to make judgments about it without understanding the context. Like one of the things he points out was that the opening of "Stairway to Heaven" by Led Zeppelin sounds a lot like this band called. Oh shit! I can't remember the name of the band. It was the band that sued them a few years ago yeah. and was rightfully told, "No, you can't sue them for it. You're out of luck." Yeah. Um, if you listen to it, though, you can clearly hear that Jimmy Page listened to that song and said, "Oh, I need to come up with something like that," and came up with almost the same chords, real similar. And then the songs veer off into completely different directions. The opening is very similar. And but in the sixties, that was a people didn't get all hung up on that. They were like, "Oh, that was an influence. The guy borrowed this bit and did this." And, and people used to do that back then. So to look at that from from the two thousands and say, you know, 
oh, there's nothing original. There's no such thing as original is bullshit. And I watched that video. There's a series of videos by a guy named Kirby Ferguson. Like I said, everything is a remix. He got really popular a few years ago for this. He showed all these different movies. Quentin Tarantino was a favorite topic of his. He'll show side-by-side shots in movies and stuff. Oh, yeah. Quentin Tarantino's known for that, though. Yeah, but that's not... But to say that there's no such thing as any originality at all is bullshit. He certainly makes it his own. Yeah. I think this gentleman, whoever this Kirby motherfucker is, um, <laughs> is certainly missing out on some of the artistic value yeah. of these these endeavors. And I, I honestly think he, he needs to, you know. I think every artist goes through a phase where they're influenced too much by their by the people that they listen to. And then they, you know, they kind of grow and start developing their own their own way of doing things. Yes, I think we all start out that way. Yeah. I mean, please, the, some of the, the, the greatest bands and or artists have grown out that way. Uh, everything from the Beatles to Pink Floyd. I mean, they all, they all they didn't necessarily steal. Um, of course, when, when the Beatles first came out, that was the thing. I mean, you basically did not write your own songs. But uh, yeah. um, they, 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 they took from some and, and, and made it, even more popular, or it's in some ways. I mean, um, I just listened to another podcast called uh, uh, Gilbert Godfrey's Amazing Colossal Podcast. 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 Uh, podcast. Podcast. Uh, Jeff's had too much to drink. Podcast. Um, uh, podcast. No way. Podcast. Um, it's Gilbert Godfrey's Amazing Colossal Podcast. And they go through and interview people of old, the, the people that he and his podcast partner grew up with. Right. And they're, of, you know, 10, 15 years, you're an I senior, not hers, because we're 10 or 15 years her senior. Hi. But um, <laughs> But uh, they interviewed a gentleman, I believe his name was Billy J. Kramer. You ever heard of him? He's a no. musician from the 60s. Uh, had a few hits. One of his hits was... Uh, oh, my God. It's a Beatles song. Because the Beatles gave it to him. Um, oh. Uh, he, he's from Liverpool. He played with the Beatles for probably the first like five to six years of the Beatles being in existence. Yeah. Um, he had his own bands, his own number one hits. He had like three or four number one hits in a row. I mean, this is all back in the early 60s. Um, but the the Beatles gave him songs, like John Lennon yeah. and Paul McCartney gave him songs. He was obviously more friends with John, but that was yeah, that was considered pretty normal to it have was someone very else writing normal. your music. Like, hey, dude, I think you would be awesome at this. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, I got a song for you, you know, and and yeah, people didn't write their Pete own songs. Best is called the Fifth Beatle. Yeah, Pete Best is, but I'm talking about Billy J. Kramer. Oh. Whatever. Huh. Yeah, Pete Best was uh, the original drummer of the Beatles um, before Ringo, but he uh, had his own ideas and um, didn't didn't quite get along as well, and apparently wasn't uh, supposedly wasn't as good a drummer as as. as if you uh, don't stop touching Ringo. your mic, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm fidgeting. I'm sorry. I know, I but all I hear in my head is. <laughs> Jeff is on a roll. Jeff is I am on a roll. But uh, anyway, uh, moving drunk. on. Go ahead with your movie list. Oh, that was it. That was that it. Was that it. was a good 15 movies or whatever that I caught in the last week or so. So I wish I could watch 15 movies in a week. I, I wish I had enough time. I don't know how I managed to do it. I just, uh, I just uh, yeah. 
So we're getting the signal that uh, we're past our time here. So it's probably we're getting the signal. <laughs> Who's signaling? <laughs> You're signaling. <laughs> Your mouth is full. Beer. <laughs> Beer. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go do another drunken tussle. I think that's a final thought. Well, you can start your final Beer. thoughts, and I'll be back. Final anyway. thought. We need to make a song for final thought. Final thought. Final thought. Do 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 do. Final thought. Final thought. HBO. No, what is it? NBC. I think you're right. Yeah, it was NBC. I was thinking NBC. HBO. I just oh. ripped off. Is that their new one? That's always been the. No. Yeah. No, they used to have a a, a thing back in the eighties. Oh. I believe it was filmed, and uh, it was like the cityscape that they went. And they had a, a particular song. Wait, I don't remember what the song was. HBO was, was in the 80s? Yeah, HBO started in like the early 80s. I'm a baby. Yes, you are the baby. But that's beside the point. <laughs> they used to have this opening to their movies. Whenever they showed a movie, there was always like a few minutes of like advertisements for movies that they're going to have next advertisements? month. Advertisements? Are we European now? I've always said that. I'm sorry. Aww. I grew up on. I grew up with Channel 12, so I grew up with British television. So apologies. I think we should talk about this giant beer can that we emptied. Uh, oh we, yes, we, we haven't even rate, uh, rate this. Twenty days of beer. Who, who is this again? This is Melvin. This is and... Melvin Wander. Oh my God! Can you just those two together is, is worth the orgasm that is in this class. <laughs> but there's oh, no, also Elizabeth Station, Elizabeth Station helped. And uh, I believe something called a Brewer Cafe. Okay. So 20 days of... 20 days of beer week is oh, okay. what this beer is called. It's a red IPA. Oh, man. What, what do you guys think? Well... I'm not crazy about it. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? I, don't, I, I really hate oh, to say God. that. It I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and sit it out because this is not the... Uh, I don't know. It's not clicking with me at all. I'm disappointed with you, Rick. I'm very disappointed in you. It's okay. It's just got a um, taste to it that I don't really particularly especially like. There's a stink eye. Do you see the stink eye? I'm going to sit this out and let you guys That's enough stink one. eye that I don't need to do it, dick. <laughs> wow. I believe your name is Richard, right? Yes. Dick. <laughs> okay, now that I've been beaten up... <laughs> You guys can talk about the beer. That's good. It's 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 complex. not. I here's the thing. It's very complex. It's, you don't get to like it. I don't it. dislike it. Quiet. I don't dislike it. It's just not. As... Give me a rating, bitch. Give me a number. I give it a two. Whoa! No, no. <laughs> get out. Um, I have to drunken tussle again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really just not. It's not. It's not doing it for I'm me. I'm gonna kill you with a giant beer can. <laughs> Boy, you guys know I'm a man. Much like Vin Diesel now, right? in in that movie yes. that he was in. That There's a lot of movies. My beer can. Most of them are pretty much no. The, the one where he kills a guy with a teacup. There's a few <laughs> movies where he kills. No, there's only one movie where he kills. A I think that was Beauty and the Beast. Anyway, hey, do not. He picks up teacup, whacks the shit out of uh, the teacup. Actually, almost oh, dies. Teacup by is the way. cute. Oh. Oh. It's a little boy. And the teacup is Chip. Chip is the teacup, right? Chip. Yep. Chip. Yay! Jeff knows his Beauty and the Beast trivia. I don't. Know. <laughs> so, what do you guys think about this beer? This is 
Nuff's <laughs> <laughs> fucking said. I believe that's a four, sir. <laughs> I'm a lady. I'm going to concede to you guys because I, I don't know what it is. It's just not it's not working for me. So That's because you're a cock. <laughs> Whoa. You're a giant See, that, throbbing the word, the word cock, cock shows up in this podcast every time I don't like a beer that Jeff likes. <laughs> well, he does have a point. <laughs> it's not quite pointed. It's more round. But it's firm. It's firm, and probably going to disappoint the next woman it comes in contact. In that case, it's going to disappoint the next man it comes in contact with. Oh God! (laughs) Oh Rick! Sad tromboner. (laughs) (laughs) I think we just got the name of the podcast. So you guys discuss the beer. One thirteen we'll tromboner. And we'll have final thoughts. <laughs> Go. <laughs> uh, beer was fucking amazing. It was delicious. It um, reminded me of a red, but it wasn't quite a red. Uh, no, it was, I think it was a it, extremely good red IPA. I'm going to buy a four pack of this. It's only about fifteen bucks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take it pack. down. I'm going to take it down to Mike's with us uh, when we go. Well, me, I'm going uh, to Mike's at the end of next month for Mike's birthday bash in Portlandia. And um, I, I, I honestly think there's there's levels to this beer that is not just uh, what we tasted within the quasar, but are also kind of differs all the way to the other end of it with the Baudelaire. That it has it has some. Uh, what would you call that? Uh, very uh, fruity flavors to it as well. So right. I think I think this beer is is extremely well balanced and amazing. Well, Everything I would expect from two breweries that I adore. It it does it is very reminiscent of both Wander and Melvin. Like when I think of this beer, I those are the first two breweries that come to mind. Like, yeah, this is a good standalone beer. Now maybe you should have. Had should have followed the Baudelaire children? I don't know. That probably is what's throwing Rick off because we went from a... And I drank more of it and sorry, I did not like it because it's too sour. But maybe that's what threw him off. You it. got the dregs as well. <laughs> and they were amazing. No, they weren't. <laughs> no. Fuck yeah. No. They were dregalicious. Yeah. No. Anyways, Lips but um, I think if, if you were... This is a drinkable beer. This is one of those beers where if I only had... A six pack or whatever of this, I would be totally happy just day drinking. Some beers you can't day drink. Some beers you have to like save. Your I don't think I can. I mean, I I can day drink regardless. But this beer, I don't think I Jeff, would pour on my Wheaties. I can, would I would choose another beer. You can sleep drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to say after after you guys have had your say that uh, Melvin and Elizabeth Station and Wander and whoever the other person is Brewers something or other Brewer Cafe yes should always keep in mind that I am of course the beer noob and not to take my opinion too seriously how long can you keep that title before you're not a beer noob apparently three fucking years god damn it <laughs> three years of doing a podcast 114 episodes 13 episodes I don't know he nothing. is still a beer noob I don't know nothing about beers dumbass <laughs> I just know what I like and I like what I like <laughs> So, final thoughts. Oh. Way to go, you little orange 45. Oh, boy. Rick. Yes. I want to get you, give you a special hug. Yes. And tell you it's going to be okay. Oh, I know it'll be okay. Okay, and first of all, in the right way. what's a special hug? Uh, Number one, what's a special hug? Because I have two ideas of a special hug. 
<laughs> well, in Rick's case. And probably more. Wait, wait, wait. Can I happen. explain my ideas of a special hug? Explain. And you can choose from the two. Okay. Explain your special hug. All right. Number one special hug. Yes. Is. There's probably over under nipples involved. Booge involved. Oh, okay. um, there's and fuck maybe you. some nudity. <laughs> no. Number two. Number two special say. hug. Yes. Is have you ever been on the playground when you're a kid and the one kid in school that rode the short bus just runs up and hugs you with monstrous strength? I've had that happen. Yeah. That's the other special hug. Neither of those, because my favorite special hug, to be honest with you, yeah, number two, because that is that is the most genuine fucking hug you could ever have in your life. The special hug I'm referring to is when is the awkward teacher hug where they kind of pat you at a distance and like pat you on the head and they're kind of like, oh, you. I've known you for uh, less than a year. You're good. Thank you. Goodbye. You're, I, you know, you. you I want I, you to feel special, but I really don't want to touch you. That one. We used to have, yeah, special number three. The same one I give Rick all the time. Aww. We used to have a maintenance guy at the place where, at the building where I worked, and his daughter was was handicapped. I don't know what the correct term is anymore. Has but, a disability. Yes. And I was going in one week. She has difficulties getting assault. <laughs> There's Jeff. stink guy now God going your way too. Yeah, good. Hey, that's, a, that's, a, uh, that's a kids in the hall reference. Fuck you guys. It's finally off me. <laughs> I'm out. That's of, what I'm here. I'm here to deflect. Sauron is no longer looking at me. No, I'm Sauron. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm I just meant the eye, you know. <laughs> Wait, what? He, he just his... compared you yeah. to Sauron. Oh no, God. he was Sauron. They, I was Sauron. The evil eye. The evil eye is what I'm I mean. Not hobbit. you. Thank you very much. Not you. I like second. Breakfast. Not you personally. I just meant the eye, the evil eye. You know what? Yes, if this that. 20 days of beer week was a second breakfast, I would have it every morning. Um, what was I going to say? I don't know the what longest I was going to say. Longest final thought ever. Yeah, it's final thoughts. <laughs> it's a final meander. Here's my thoughts. final thoughts right here. <laughs> you, you know it's a podcast, right? Your gestures mean fuck all. I'm just waving my hands like, fuck all this. <laughs> anyway, <No>. special kid. <laughs> Was I telling that story? Yes, yes I was. Um, she came running up to me and hugged me as I was going in on the weekend to do something. Yeah, best hug. Ever. I know, and I was like, it was the like, most it was like genuine shit you have ever felt in your life, and that's something that can bring fucking tears to your eyes because that well, is amazing. Well, because and the guy, the guy looked at me and goes, he goes, you know, she's she's you know. And he goes, I'm real sorry. She's fucking awesome. I know, and I was like, That's what I she's said. perfect. I know, I looked at the guy and I said, hey, I go, no, I'd rather... She's fucking perfect. I say that with all seriousness. She's yeah. perfect. I go, I'd rather people Absolutely. do that than come up and try to punch me. So <laughs> it's like, I'm not that bothered by it. <laughs> you know what? This is unusual, because generally people are trying to hit me. Yeah, people are trying to kick my ass. And I'm thinking the people from <laughs> Melvin, uh, Elizabeth Station, and... Fuck okay, off. stop turning Fuck the can and reading it. <laughs> Anyway, that's my final thought. That's the last thought. So here's my final oh, thought. Here's oh, my final oh, thought to oh, end oh, all my final oh, thoughts. Oh, no, oh. shut up. You've okay. had your turn. My final thought is that Rick is wrong. That's it. My final thought is... No, no, you already had I know one. is... Nope, you oh, already, you already had one. your final thought. I only know one thing. That the Jedi must end. Right? Did you watch the, the last did you watch Jedi the trailer? trailer? I did, but final <laughs> thought is Rick is wrong. Okay, that's My final fine. thought is I watched the trailer and went, eh. 
Star Wars. <laughs> I am just inundated with Star Wars. I'm over. I'm OS. I worked from you. I, I worked from home today. I was eating breakfast when I noticed the message on Facebook that it was out, and I had to rush through breakfast. I had to run into the bedroom. I had to set the scene correctly. I had to download the actual video. I won't watch it off Facebook in case it stops midway through because it has to buffer. That will piss me off. Oh my I god! I downloaded so it. Precious. I put it full screen, full resolution. I sat there and I focused on the trailer. That's how, how I felt at Elizabeth Station today. <laughs> Rick, it's okay that you're our special snowflake. We accept and love you. That's right. Oh, he's so white. He is a snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, good night, Dave. <laughs> That's my final thought. Good night, Dave. Rick's I'll white. see you in the chat. I love you all. And you know what? Good mic, Dave. <laughs> now, that's a sad tromboner. Beer Plus 3 featured Jeff Swatman, Rick Anderson, and Bree Edwards. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol-fueled antics. You can find Beer Plus 3 on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, Stitcher, and anywhere else finer podcasts are sold. Also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us at beerplus3 at gmail.com. Good night, Dave. Every time you do that, my brain is just like... It's somebody from work that I haven't met yet. Cramping. His name is Billy Wang, and he keeps... Billy Wang. I have read receipts on all my emails. Yeah. Uh, and and I, uh, you know, I, I see Billy Wang read something, or Billy Wang accepted my meeting request. You know, whatever. Like, Billy Wang! And I have to say that every time. It's always a nice feeling when Billy Wang accepts your meeting request, <laughs> isn't it? It's a fucking great feeling. <laughs> it makes me happy that Billy Wang <laughs> is accepting my shit. You've been uh, Billy Wanged. <laughs> that sounds like a, <laughs> sounds like a verb. Sounds like a verb. Oh, shit. <laughs> and it's like... <sighs> Maybe you should save. Yeah. Well, I did all the prep. You got into the nice little hashy thing. I, I know. I can feel it. I got up at 5 o'clock to prep the food. So, I mean, Brandon just has to throw it together and cook it. But Brandon's like, I'm going to be late from getting off work. Because Brandon, on Fridays, usually gets off at like 5, 35, 45, drives home, and then drives back in town. So, it's like, being here by 6. That's rough. <laughs> 6.30 was a good sweet spot. Because then I could fit in the podcast and I get all this stuff done. And yay. But 6 o'clock, it's like, oh, that's... Part of our drive home. Brandon's not going to get his Friday night nap, and it's going to be a bad day for everyone. <laughs> not for me. <gasps> okay, so everyone being me. Oh, okay. I, I forget that sometimes. So did you want to go Did you want to go sit in your car and just call us, and I could hold the phone up? <laughs> did that feel more natural? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm Every getting, days don't be a dick. I'm getting, come on. Come on, people. <laughs> I thought that was kind of cool, fuck, actually. Man. I bring that up not to tease you, but because I thought that was kind of cool. That was fun, actually. Yeah. Because you answered the phone. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Well, I saw who and it was. And he was like, yeah. I, you started talking. Oh, yeah. Man, I saw who it was, and I, and I immediately thought, oh, that's awesome. I can just hold the phone up, and <laughs> she's here. Exactly. Yeah, that was one. I, seriously, I, was, I sat in the couch and on the couch. And I'm like, oh, thank God. I have some time to breathe. And I look at my phone. I'm like, oh, fuck. No, I don't. <laughs> It's a good fucking beer, by the way. Yeah, it is, actually. Ecliptic, you strike again. Am I, are we doing a second one?
Is that why you put pass why this not? over to me? <laughs> because we're going to pour and I quote our own damn beer. Well, you know we have to start the podcast right. Well, here, here's what I'll do. And you have to end. Oh, Jesus, you son of a. You just ruined it. Sick, How did I ruin it? Piece of you never pour it. down the center, you dumbass. <laughs> Billy Wang. I've been Billy Wang. I just Billy Wang. I just Billy Wanged Ecliptic. You Billy Wanged yourself. I'm sorry, Ecliptic. I just Billy Wanged your Quasar Pale Ale. <laughs> That's the saddest fucking, little beer fucking, I've seen in a long fucking, time. Fucking, That's a good definition for Billy fucking, Wang, though. Is to fucking, is to pour yes, way too it's much. A shit, shitty, it's a shitty. It's it's like my hashtag Ebrat. Ebrat. Yeah. So it's there's an like, internet troll that's uh, prepubescent. Mm. It's an e-brat. All right. I'm, just, I'm making shit up here. I'm, I'm trying I, to. I I'm trying to add to the lexicon. Now we have Billy Wang. <laughs> Dude, you fucking wang that shit. You Billy Wanged it. Of I'm course, sorry, if he, I, I have to talk to Billy Wang if he's complete douche. Yeah. You Billy Wanged it. If he's a cool fucking guy. Oh. It's Billy motherfucking Wang. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want. We don't want to wang his Billy. You can just go back to. <laughs> Anderson did. That was a thing for yeah, a while. Yeah, you ricked it. You, it's a rick pour. <laughs> Man, it's a rick don't pour, rick yourself. Rick Check yourself pour. before you rick yourself. Uh, <laughs> I miss you guys. Oh, I love the foam. Baudelaire. <laughs> I like the, the foam. Baudelaire. I love the, the. I got it. This is complete and utter uh, label shopping for me. Yeah. It's a saison. I it will is. do my best. It's, I mean, God, what a oh. beautiful label. Yeah, I, I like cool. it. It's very cool. Let's face it. Beer is an art form that excites our senses and stirs <laughs> Oh, label reading. Let's save that for the podcast. This Mecca truth gave high. jolly cock honey, honey, motherfucking home. <laughs> well, no, I was going to share that with you guys if anybody else wanted the rest of it. Okay, never mind. I'll start off. I'll have two beers in me. Before You're at home. You get to get shit faced, and we get to hear about your dog. I don't walked. like to. Be. We need to make sure Callie goes for a WALK. And so, in order to do that, Ooh, you have to. Dog walking. Yeah, we have like three walking. or four of those. So okay. we got, we got to. It's it's for the dog. It's for the dog. It's for the health of the dog. You guys I mean, are so. You guys are so considerate. That's look at, nice. Look at little Callie. I know, sitting out in the sun. Maybe we should be Ooh. out there. God, yeah. No, I'd be sweating eyes. in like two minutes. I'd just be like. White guy problems. <laughs> hey, hey. It's too hot. <laughs> What's with all the brown people? I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> wow. Thanks for making me sound like a whiny little kid. <laughs> what? what? That is uh, every um, um, white person that I've ever met that yeah. uh, when I say, oh, yeah, I lived in Mexico for a little while. I'm from Mexico. I've been to Mexico. I'm like, oh, God, here we go. Oh, my God, I went to Puerto Vallarta, and then I went to Cancun. No, it's always like Cancun. And yeah. then I went to... one of those type of places. I went to, like, t- I went to t- Barcelona. T- it was totally rad, dude. And Tijuana, <laughs> and like, oh, my God, we were so worried about getting kidnapped. I know, and that's... It, it's always a follow-up. Man, it's, it was dangerous down there. No, fuck it, wasn't. No, no, it, it, can, it can be. My... my, my I think that so far the only person that can tell me it was actually dangerous was besides Jeff and Yemi was actually my father because he actually got shaken down by the cops oh. for being a white guy and then he showed them his badge and scared them away because they thought he was U.S. police. Oh, and I showed them something completely different. That's why they were scared. <laughs> well, they were scared. They just backed away real slowly like they were. Medicon! <laughs> well, I'm feeling kind of a podcast vibe right now. <gasps> 
Wouldn't it be Bring nice it if we could podcast? Getting started oh, now. Jesus. The day is done. It's Friday and it's sunny. Shut the fuck up, both go. of you. <laughs> Wait, you don't like the 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 beach girl? No, I wasn't saying I didn't like it. I just wanted to say, shut the fuck up, both yeah. of you. <laughs> Rick's in a rare mood today. I'm. This is it's not feisty, rare. It's feisty, Rick. It's feisty, Rick. Is it Rictifer or Dictifer? We don't know until we show up. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> it's just like it a works. box of chocolates. I'm a, I'm a box of chocolates. Life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Except chocolates. You know Gen you're going to get chocolates. Well, That's right. You, you are going to get. You know what you're going to get. It well, could be just a shit storm in Exactly. There. Like, you never know. Someone could put the dog poo in the thing. And you then, could get unless, fucking Mars pan. Unless it's and a, that shit ain't chocolate. Unless it's a box of chocolates. Chocolate. Unless it's unless it's a box of chocolates from United Airlines. <laughs> then they might be giving uh, it to we, you. We, to we could discuss you. that on the podcast. That was fun, different, weird, that political. Was a, it yeah. wasn't really politics, no, but it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't political. not politics. It was... It was race relations, but not really race relations. Yeah. It was an airline being a complete dick, and it was still an airline being a complete dick. So, you know, <laughs> and nothing new there. Okay. Anyway, moving on. 